down, you know that sound. Mr. Marcus Griffin here, and you are listening to Confessions from an Attic on this morning, as in M-O-U-R-N-I-N-G, Monday, this morning, Monday, as, man, I just heard the word, uh, comedian, also, and I won't speak on it too much as far as who he is. I don't know who he is, but he's been one that he runs a show. Oh. I wish I did more background, but I know a lot of comedians that have performed on his show, and the news is he committed suicide, and I really just want to talk about suicide. I know I'm just going right in on this conversation real quick. It's something that's been on my mind, and I do have my very lovely, very beautiful friend, Lily, on the show as well. You know, I'm a co-host, my ride or die. I don't know if you can say that if you're not with the person like that, but she's a, a, a very good friend. And um, I'll definitely let her say hi in a moment. And I appreciate her patience. But one of the things that came across my mind with hearing about his suicide is people. I mean, obviously, when they're in that state, I don't know what's going through their mind. But I'm here to let you know, here to just say it's crazy because. You know, I used to just think suicide was a selfish act, which it is, as far as your immediate family losing you. But then the more I think about it, I go, this is someone I might have wanted to meet. So who's ever listening, struggling, thinking about suicide, you affect so many. You affect, you cut off the people that you're going to meet that maybe impact your life. Or maybe they're a lesson for you or a lesson, a blessing, whatever the case may be. But you never like, you know, it's never just your mother, your father, your daughter, your, your son, what have you. It's your friends that know you and it's the friends that could possibly know you along the path. Now, I don't know what this individual is going through, but I'm just saying, like, if there's anyone struggling, please like, reach out. I'm blessed to have the friends that I have. Our mutual friend, Michael Gonzalez, who's a comedian, you know, he made the post and kind of broke the news down to me. I would have never, as we discussed it, I would have never, I ain't going to do the 100 years, million years. No, I ain't going to say nothing ridiculous. Hey, I would have never guessed in three or four years if somebody told me then that that would be a good friend and we'll be on some bowling league headed to Vegas or what have you, and we would be talking on a regular, you know, sharing our feelings with one another, you know, and as sensitive as that may sound, I embrace sensitivity as a man. I told a friend of mine just this past weekend, hey, I miss you. And it is one of those like, hey, I miss a friend. Somebody that you see, you know, I used to be at this brother's house constantly, at least every weekend. We'd all hang out, have a few drinks, 10 or more. I don't know, because after six, I'd be throwing up. But anyway, um, and to not have that, like, constant in your life, you'd be like, man, I miss that shit. And, but on to a new chapter, and that's what uh, our good friend Mike Gonzalez and I was talking about was just the turnaround. The turnaround of two unlikely people that would get together, got together, and we hang the hell out. We hang out, we bowl together, you know? Other friends have came about us just being together. You know what I'm saying? So I'm like, 
I just am saying it in this way to realize you as one individual soul, one individual person can impact so many. So many. And I'm like, before you get to that switch, whatever it is that turns off, cut, wants to be cut off from all society, I'm not talking about think about others. I'm also talking about think about your impact before you do it. You know, I don't know what, you know, because for, for me, where my suicidal thoughts come from, of I ain't making it fast enough, or I'm in this debt, or I'm in this situation I can't get out of, or I'm a horrible individual, whatever thoughts I go, one, most of them aren't real. You know, most of them are not real. And another thing I tell myself, this too shall pass. There's been moments where we've either been alone, but we've been around a lot of people. And sometimes we've been around a lot of people and still feel alone. And sometimes we've only been around one other person, and that's all the people we need. Just saying there's so many perspectives and so many situations and so many, it's, it's an avid flow. Good, bad. Got to take them both. Some people have been lessons to me where I'm like, wish I never met them. But then once that love gets filled up, I'm like, I'm so glad I met them to come to this. You know, whatever called him to, I like to say, with my spiritual being, to go on to a better place. That's one words I could offer. Is There's no more suffering, and he's on to a better place. Now, maybe it sucks, because now... The other side of it would be like, that's what he felt was best for his situation. And it's beautiful to see all the kind words. And that's kind of my opening, in a sense, monologue here is just, this is all going to pass. This is all going to be short-lived. And when you think about life being short, it's long, you know? But if you think about in the sense of your soul lives on to eternity, and whether you're 40, 80, nothing will, nothing will compare to that. So just want to say rest in peace to Oso. I wish I'd have got to meet you and any other Osos I hope. I hope I meet a bunch of Osos that, you know, nice, genuine, peaceful from all, from all the kind words I hear. And speaking of nice, genuine, kind-hearted people, Lily, Hi. what are your thoughts? <laughs> Speaking of like two people, two unlikely people, which is funny because I feel like we're unlikely friends, but also we are the most likely of friends. And I think you mean as far as the common ground and bond and foundation that we Yeah, have. like, like, mind you my path was absolutely like on course to meet you. But like, if you put our characters on paper, you wouldn't be like, oh yeah, they know each other. <laughs> like these two interact together. <laughs> like, that's a, that's a silly story. <laughs> I mean, one of my favorite things is, I love that you say we brain the same. And we had a moment of that. And as I share my issues with, relapsing without don't get me in trouble but at the same time there is something 
corny lines do work. As much as I break down vague statements like beauty lies in the eye to beholder, um, you know, you get this in, in, in AA. It works if you work it, you know, and it sounds, oh, you chipper, oh, it doesn't, you know, but there is something where the truth does set you free in some aspects. And it's the most freeing thing you could do is by telling the truth. Yeah. You know, my addiction, in a sense, I know people that are addicted, that they're captive to their addiction. Mine isn't. I go over there and go, hey, there go the devil. Yeah, how you doing, devil? Yeah, you got me today. I'll see you tomorrow, and I'll beat your ass. You know what I mean? Like, I'm not going to be like, the devil's not going to be my best friend. He's he's the one I'll be like, all right, I fed you a little so I don't kill somebody. I'm going to kill you next, though. You know that, right? He's like, yeah, I know if I don't kill you first. We have a relationship. That's all. You know? <laughs> and... Maybe that doesn't work in the scheme of things. And people are like, oh, it's going to get you. You can't beat the devil. I ain't not saying I'm trying to be. I'm trying to say I recognize it. And it's important to stay open and aware. And so is the conversation. We bring the same. And, you know, went bowling this weekend with Mike. And I was sweating bullets. And, you know, I thought he recognized. And he goes, yeah, you know. Marcus apparently brought powdered donuts to the, to the, uh, to the bowling alley. And I was like, okay. Coated. Take it to mean powdered donuts. donuts, And she clearly (laughs) didn't take it that way. And she hit right on it where she said, did you guys bowl fast? And yes, the fuck we did. We bowled six games in two hours. Now, granted, we didn't have a team to bowl against, but I think I lost like 20 pounds in that two hours. <laughs> but there's just some level of optimism that I just want people to get to. I'm just remembering your your new um, pre-show ritual. Which and how and up. how yeah and how like how excited you were that like you had room in your pants. <laughs> Like, I mean, they were just big pants, too. I don't want you to mean some people on here rooming his pants like, oh, because he's not packing. Like, I'm not, but it doesn't mean it's roomy. But, but yeah, so many, um, it's going to be an interesting day. I meet with, uh, I think he's a pastor. He might be one of the church leaders. Either way, I'm meeting with somebody today at three. So I look forward to that. You know, I'm it's I want to go back really quick in terms of um, I definitely challenge anyone to even if they just find one person in their life and be like, all right, I'm not going to lie to you. Like it maybe find someone that like does not have emotional attachments to your life and just try it out because. I'm telling you, if you can start implicating just everything, the more and more, it's it's almost like you become addicted to needing that kind of relationship with people. Because then when you have this, especially when you kind of, um, like, I'll have friends be like, oh, I don't, I don't know why I'm lying, it's you. You know what I mean? Like, I don't want to tell you the truth. You know what I mean? Like... Especially where it's like, 
you don't judge them and it's an open space to where you can be like someone on this planet knows everything you know what i mean well there is this show i i mean for me it's the higher power that knows everything you know well no i'm talking about like being able to be being able to be so honest out loud to another person helps you to be honest with yourself too and it's funny because I also like how, like, going back to coded conversations and how, like, some people just get it and some people don't. Like, I remember, like, as soon as you said mom spaghetti, I was like, oh, <laughs> like, I love how um, I'm really grateful and I appreciate having friends that you can just speak the language of. Or, like, when you when you get in the habit of really knowing people and you can, you can then kind of talk to them. And I feel like that, I feel like that is how we live on. And like, you're always in my heart. Like, I feel like what that actually means is I know you so well that you continue once you like go, because, um, I had a best friend pass away when we were young and I knew her so well that I would still talk to her in my head like afterwards, like if we, I went shopping and like, cause I knew what she would say, you know what I mean? And it, it is sad that eventually you kind of lose that what their what their truest response would be and then all that's kind of left is just the core essence of who they are that you kind of keep alive and um i don't know i like that well here's the thing for me when you talk about truth the beautiful thing about the truth like i've i've said to you in my craft of comedy the <laughs> craft is building who you already are. I'm a comedian, this is who I am. I'm not the pursuit of com. Like, no, I'm a comedian. I don't care if it comes with the money and all this kind of stuff. This is what I am to go, you know what's so funny about the truth? Is the fact, as hard as it is to tell, the ones that understand it, there's something about them that, yo, real talk, like, you cannot take this life too seriously. Yeah. One. Two, you cannot be too vain about this life. Like, there's a vanity of, like, people with their problems. Like, a problem to me, understanding who I am, and that's why I know I'm fortunate and I'm blessed. A problem to me is, is if somebody drove by, like, a block that they assume their enemy was on and you walk by that house that was blue, that the same house of their enemy. And they just, now this is to just, I don't want to speak death here. They threw a baby's pamper at you, which is full of shit. And it happened to hit you on your way to a job interview that you had to be to be at in 15 minutes. And That's your car didn't start. You know what I'm saying? And then yeah. now on top of your car not starting, your car didn't start because you wasted gas going home to find your wife in bed with your best friend. You know, I'm just saying situations where the control... All you is, need is one bad day. 
the control is out of your hands. You know what I'm saying? But it's why I say I'm comedy, because I will find a way to be in my laughter. I'll look up and be like, yes, give me more. Yeah. Because I go, there's, there's, there's some, like, there's something about turning the bad into good where you'd be like, this, this is what you give me today? The affair, the wrong house, the wrong, and I'm just like, I'm not, you know, because people think, well, it's easy for you to say. I've been, there's situations that could have gone bad. There was a guy following me one day. I was walking up the street to catch the bus. And I noticed he's kind of gaining. So I'm like, let me see if I, I'm across the street to see if he's really following me. And this is where I go. I love some me because most people don't have these instincts to cross the street to see if they really follow it. They just keep going like, oh, I'll pay him. No, never mind. But I crossed yeah. the street and sure enough, he was following me as he jogs across the street and literally says, oh, man, I thought you were somebody else. I was going to beat your ass. I'm not him. You know, and I'm just like, that is, that's how the balance of life goes. Let's say I didn't, he hits me up from behind. Just how fragile this shit is. Yeah. But then at the same time, how funny it is where you go, this is a random story. And I wonder if it's ever happened. Because some people don't believe in the one in the million. Some people can't believe in it because that there's some people that just don't have that optimism about life. Capacity. The what? Just like the capacity to think like that. To think like that. <laughs> to think that you could be that one. And that's why I'm just, I'm just, I, I, I say, you know, I go there because I go, eh, most of my problems is if self-inflicted. And even in that, you go, well, I can't, you know, and in, in, in the, it's, it's such a sensitive subject, but I just, I'm just in, in trying to speak on it. I just hope people have optimism. I just hope people know, hey, make that phone call. And I ain't saying call a hotline. You know, I'm I'm with therapy, but I'm against therapy. Not necessarily against it. I am very open to therapy. Problem is, I don't need to book sessions with my friends. I don't need to wait two weeks before I have someone I can reach out to. Oh, I, I understand the resources. And I'm not saying that these people that committed suicide don't have any resources. I don't know if they have plenty of resources, but you know, there's somewhere it's like, it's never, just don't lose the optimism of your life and, and the impact you have. Impact you can still have. It's, I think what is interesting, one is that um, I think one of our, our running themes is, uh, it's all perspective, right? Because, um, you know, you say suicide is, is selfish. Well, because that's because you leave people behind. But what, what happens to those who like literally, like they don't have family. So they're here by themselves and they, ha you know what I mean? And they're done. Or what about those who have terminal illnesses and they know they're going to go in such a, you know, there's so many perspective and lenses to kind of see 
and under like even even addicts to the point where it's like we're all kind of choosing our poison you know unless you are literally like 5k every day kind of healthy clean living and uh you never jaywalk and you really are doing everything you possibly can to just be that holy grail of life we're all like just slowly choosing like little little choices every day of how we're going to you know almost end ourselves as well uh true um because even even like that's why i'm like there is an end to this life and yeah you know, even and, and like whoever that chose it but it will it will athlete. always be a selfish act because you don't know who you can meet after that yeah maybe there's no one right now heck when I lost friends. It was no one really connected wise that I had right now. There was people I've always had, like I said to my my a dear friend over the weekend, like, hey, I miss you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And but it's there's that like when you lose a circle where you go, I can't even go over your house no more. And we chop I it guess- up. I can't even I have that real immediate connection. You know what I mean? Now, granted, I'll be honest. Griff has been fucking fortunate. When I lose, I gain. And that's why I'm like, maybe I'm speaking out of turn here. But at the same time, I'm like, I know I can't be that lucky in the people line. You know? And especially when I hear of these tormented relationships and I go, I don't want this formula to be I guess the tormented one, I guess the one that torments never gets people that are him or her. You know, they never get the one that breaks them of their, oh, shit, I need to stop. Now, I I did. I finally got one, and I will admit, all it takes is one to fuck your whole shit up. But I'm a stubborn motherfucker, so I decided to double down. No, I'm just kidding. But, um... I just, when you talk about perspective, I go, I, I, there may not be no one right then, but there's always somebody. Well, I guess I do. I mean, I don't want a devil's advocate for suicide. However, I can empathize and understand that, like, if you're at a point where you're done, you're probably broken and meeting anyone else one probably something that you're not even like I don't I'm actually meeting so many people recently that are like I don't like people I'm I don't I like maybe four people and you know two and, of them and this is where I'll say and this like I said I'm not trying I'm 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 slowly enlightened. I'm not saying take this advice. This is just, you know, it's just for the mess, just for the people that suffer. That someone that you meet could be you for the first time. I know with my addiction, it was like I lost sight of me. Then you find this when you get this search and goes, dang, I'm angry. 
dang, everything that I thought that I wasn't or was, I've been hypocritical about. I'm angry. I'm hurt. I think a lot with feminine energy. You know what I'm saying? And I mean in the sense of like, you know, with my relationships, it was like, well, you're not hurting like I'm hurting because you have all these men that could fix your hurt. And it's like, okay, women have been attracting men that want to fuck them since pussy was created. You know what I mean? You don't have a pussy. Is that what you're saying you want? I know that sounds weird, but I'm just saying, you know, we as men always look at you're going to move on. Damn, you don't think much of yourself. And at the same time, if she moves on, you're allowing her not to think much of you either. Well, if that guess- makes some sense. I got lost, so I don't know. But <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm saying with any any relationship you have, you gotta you gotta you know. I'm just saying, build um, yourself back up by any way means possible. Well, there's some I people out here that really do want to see. They do really want to see you, and even if they ain't met you yet, they want to see you. Like I think that that it's a lot to ask of a human who's suffering to be like. Hey, could you just hold out because you might meet somebody in a month that needs to meet you? Where it's like, no, man, I'm done. And it's it's interesting because, and again, I'm not condoning it. It's more in the level of I don't, I can't speak on it too much in the way of you shouldn't because like I'm too, I'm too curious to ever because I would be mad if like the next week after, you know, they come out with like a new soda and now I don't know about that. So like, that's the level of ridiculous <clears throat> I am. That it's the FOMO is so real that like even when I'm really, really low, I'm like, that's fine, pack it on. <laughs> because it's always so interesting to me to think about like there are human like there are going to be things that we will never know because they like 20 years after we're gone or 100 years like the idea that that I think things honestly are going to get worse I think that there's going to be a lot more suffering and I think that um, the suicide rates have been climbing for years which is another reason why I remember the Fahrenheit 451 book that I wanted to like, <laughs> hey, read this. Like, we could actually have a conversation on it had you done the assignment, but I get it. You actually go into school and you have better assignments to do than mine. <laughs> but um, it is true. Like, there's a lot of polarities that are happening. Um, with patterns and if 
if the drought gets worse, if we really do, you know, if water gets more restricted, it life is gonna get more hot. Well, so let me like, just say yeah. this to really have this tone. Because I don't, like I said, I, I don't want trying to be preachy. I just trying to give options. And then on this option, I just want to say, oh, so I never met you, but I already miss you. You know what I mean? And it is interesting. I think Dave Chappelle had, in the genius of him, he had the best joke. And it's interesting because, because I was going to make this point. I'm nobody in the sense of paperwork wise. I'm not a therapist, not a psychiatrist, and I'm not an expert on suicide. Oh yeah, nothing but, we're saying should be taken seriously. But what, I, but what I'm, I'm trying to get at here in, in the optimism part of it, it's funny, my ex-wife, when she was going, trying to get this settlement from her job, there was things I was saying, and she goes, maybe you should try to be a lawyer because that's everything my lawyer told me. You know what I mean? And then, so, I'm, I'm not, I would love to one day be on a status that people that do listen be like, hey man, the motherfucker is wise as shit. I would... And to go to the other side of it with Dave Spill making a joke of, you're right, because Anthony Fordane met new people every day. Ew. <laughs> Is that a bad memory, the ill, or are you just thinking about a food he ate? But he had new experiences every day, and he still committed suicide. And so he talks about it. he knew this guy who got a degree, was smartest in his class, and his wife left him. And now he's living home with his mom working as a grocery store, grocery store bagger. And he goes, and he's miserable. And this nigga never thought to just kill himself. And I don't know if he said that might. Like I look at the flip side where I go, maybe that really was the best option. I know it's sad to say it that way. But I watched something in school where they have assisted suicides. Where somebody come in their home, inject you with a poison that I guess is supposed to not be so, make the, make the going process easier. You know what I mean? Yeah. And it was so interesting because the woman just, she had her favorite blanket laid out. The family came around. and Yeah, there's they, countries that you can um, apply for it. Yeah, and they injected her and she's like, I can feel this thing. Closed her eyes and I was amazed because the teacher, you know, we watch this in some development or some psychology and I'm like, now you're fucking with my psyche because I'm like, it's bad that I'm thinking it's not that bad. Well, again, it's perspective. Like that's the thing is I've seen I've seen stuff like that and honestly I get it. Like I'm I think also like I have lost a lot of like I've lost people that I really didn't want to lose, right? We all have. And um one like so my grandmother she was like I'm I'm that lame lame who like my grandma was like legit my best friend right and um 
I was the one who was like, I'm taking you to the hospital. Like we are the doctor like that. This isn't good. And because she was hiding it. And um, I was like the one that was like, no, family didn't really realize how quick she was going. And I had to like reach out and be like, hey, I need you guys to like get come help. You know what I mean? Like, this is, this is serious now. And that's when she got in hospice. And, but before all of that, the doctor was like, well, you have two choices. We can do hospice and it'll, you know, it'll, you're basically shutting down or we can do dialysis and it'll probably keep you alive for like, maybe like a year or so. Like, and I had, you know, just had my daughter and I was selfishly, I was like, I don't want you around to see her. I want her to maybe have a memory of you. You know what I mean? Like a, and, and that's where it's on the flip side of selfishness. I'm like, maybe that person yeah, is suffering I that much selfish. and you want them here as they continue to suffer. You know what I mean? Exactly. So, and that's why I was like, and then she told me, she's like, look, I had to watch my best friend go through dialysis and yeah, you, you'll live, but it's no, it's not how I want to go. You gray out, you have no energy. Like I don't, I saw that and I don't want that. I was like, all right. Like I had to basically put my selfishness away and go, yeah, that is selfish of me to ask you to stay here longer for me. So I, I wouldn't, I think that saying, and, that, and is that suicide technically? Cause she could have absolutely, like, had we not just let her, you know, go quietly into the night uh, and they made her do dialysis because like technically not doing it is gonna, you know, your body's gonna break down and, and but is that killing yourself if your body's just like, I'm done? You know what I mean? And it's something to be said about people that know themselves and partially that's if you, why your body what if you what if you are a organ donor your body is fine your mind is done yeah. like made up and i get it you might have a different you know choice but i feel I like mean, there it is it's weird i'm sensitive with it because i go it's not weak I, I, when I wrestle with suicidal thoughts, I'm like, bravery comes to my head. The best, that's, that's, people call that weak, but I'm like, watching me give up, I wouldn't want anyone to watch me give up. Yeah. And I honestly, I just go out. Spectrum. Huh? I feel like suicide is a spectrum. And I mean, as far as like, I feel like, yes, the act of suicide is just ending your li your own life. That is the definition of suicide. However, I feel like the terms and conditions that one would do that is a spectrum. People accidentally commit suicide. This is true. Um, I mean, it, the loss of people, I mean... 
it's 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 where I go. I'll never be caught up in the what do you have game, even though I use it as a defense mechanism when people say, what do you have for this arrogance that I have, for this whatever confidence, this highly confident self-esteem, whatever the case. But at the same time, like I had a conversation with my girlfriend, which I'm a, I'm a kind of lighten the mood here shortly, where I go, <laughs> like there's this one bit I was trying to work on where I go, I no longer buy condoms for protection. Like it's depressing for me to buy condoms now because it's not for protection. It's more so I wouldn't want to give this life to you that I don't, I'm not proud of. You know what I'm saying? I would hate for you to feel me bare, raw. Cause this, this here, I don't even like this being. So the fact that you want to sleep with me I'm not saying there's something wrong with you, but I appreciate the best I can do is appreciate it by, by wearing a condom. You know what I'm saying? Like it's no longer like STD would be a blessing in some aspects of my life, just so I could actually get a full on physical that I care. You know what I'm saying? Like I would never, like my penis is probably the only reason I check on myself. If this stopped working, I'm like, Oh shit, I need to exercise, you know? But (laughs) Yeah, that, that's literally my thought. Like, as I put my head down, you're like, oh, you're ashamed you're buying condom? No, look at me. I wore my security guard uniform over here. I'm probably not even going to shower before I sleep with this woman. You understand the disgust I have on my face? Like, oh, yes, I know. They don't fit. Just give me the magnums, motherfucker. Let me have some sense of denial that's going to bring esteem about me, okay? God damn it. They're $5 now? When the fuck they become so expensive? Last five or cigarettes. Shit. These type of choices. That's why I don't want to, you know. I I love the idea of the guys that were buying Magnums. uh, (laughs) No, just just to make themselves feel better. No longer do because they got priced out of the ridiculousness of it. (laughs) Yeah. They're like, fuck it. I just won't wear a condom then. And and it's it's interesting about that's what I, I just I just want to preach optimism. And as I lighten the mood, it's one thing when your girlfriend brings up, do you want a threesome? I think it comes up in every relationship to spice it up. I don't know why it's always an extra person that we think like for the most part with some guys, it was work just to get your ass. <laughs> now if you want a threesome you go get a bitch because it was I had to work on me just to get you <laughs> you know and in all honesty I'm like I, I shot within my range now you want to add another person that what like I don't deal with rejection well so how the fuck is this going to happen but am I weird that I've never I was never like you know, you said everybody does. I, I did not. not. I didn't do that. I don't. No, you're do just that. the other person couples asked to join in. Oh, I'm the Is that correct assumption? That's fair. That, that is fair. But I mean, you. you said that it, I've been in relationships and I've never been like, you know what I want. This Mother. is true. You fancy the men. Well, to take it a step further, here we are at 
three in the morning and she's like, well, maybe we can look on a dating site and find someone. Wow, you're really serious about this shit. And in my induced state, I go, wrong thing to tell me. Now I'm up on adult finder. <laughs> and I'm just wondering, what the fuck? Are we really doing this? Here, you message somebody. Here, you, I'll fucking, I'll pay the $2 for two nights. You know what I mean? Hey, that's about amount of effort. You know, I bought hookers before, but this shit here, $2, that's all I'm going for, a side piece, for a little threesome action. You know what I mean? And we really did that. Then, then finally, I guess, when the, whatever stopped, whether the weed, the high wore off, it was like, are we really doing this? Delete this account. Don't put our profile. Take that off. Everything. Oh, thank you. Came to our fucking senses that we looking at some, like, we think we're you're pretty. We want to fuck you for the night. What? Yeah, like, but you there's know something what? fraying in that truth. Like, we didn't really even need to do it. Let's just every night pretend we're gonna. And this is where I just go with the honesty, the truth of it. Where you go, the truth does work more than not. Like, I had a friend who, I mean, he just was blunt on his mind. Hey, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, 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 I fuck the shit out of you. Hey, dude, we're in a library. You know what I mean? Like, to another woman. Like, we all confess. Like, like he whispered it. I'm not saying that. It just was that loud in my ear where I go, hey, man, like, there's a, there's a nun present. But there's something where you go, that's their problem. I don't know why a nun in the library makes me laugh so Like, it almost feels like doubling down. It's not a church, but it's a library. But there's something about him saying it and him understanding she's never heard it. That's what game really is. And what's funny is you'll get more women with the truth because they've never heard that versus those lies and those lines. They've never heard someone. And the ones that say that's disrespectful, it's because, in my my opinion, not saying it's it's right. Huh? You just weren't smooth enough? No. In my opinion, for a second, small majority goes, fuck, he know I I would want that. No, I can't want that. I'm a woman. You gotta show some respect. It's almost as if there's an insight where we see, hey, you like to fuck me. Shut up. It's the one that that now there are some that really means no for you fucking rapists out there, but there are some like you out of your fucking mind. And you'll you'll be you as the guy go that was so rude, and then you'll go back to your friend's place later, and it's the same girl that says you're out of your fucking mind, and he's fucking the shit out of you. Like how does that work? I know, right? Something about the truth. <laughs> I'm not saying that's fucking ninety percent factual, but I'm just saying, what is the, <laughs> would what you is give like me to just fucking know much, already? You're in, you're doing statistics. Huh? If it's not 90% factual, what percentage of facts would you give that? It's about one or two deviations away from the fucking mean. I wish I gave a fuck now. I'm almost all out of it with statistics. But at least it's giving me other things where, for understand, I'm a fascinating <laughs> person. I say that for me, for my confidence, because I'm everything. I'm the guy that's extremely educated, but I'm using the education to be more articulate, to manipulate and con. There's that aspect. But I'm also an educated person to say, hey, 
based off my facts of me being educated, hopefully I can inspire. There's every yin and yang to the side. I've used it to manipulate a few like, oh my God, he really knows what he's talking about. Dude, that dude been staring at that trash can for hours. He's gone in the bathroom four or five times. That guy knows what he's talking about? Yeah, but have you heard him talk? Why? I can't get a word in. He's always in the bathroom, you know? Whatever the case, I'm all that because I want as each individual takes a chance to meet me, they go, I like him, I love him, I hate him, I don't like him. He's too honest. He's too He's too conniving. Oh, he's too charming. Like, I don't want you to, I want you to have every read about me. That's why I say as we go into this shit, have, have every, have every opposition and at the same time, every ally within you on your side. Because you are fighting a battle. It could be seven people lined up to jump you on one. But that one might be able to take an ass whooping. <laughs> I've been fortunate. I've had... I've had many in my vicinity. Never really got my ass whooped. Some could be fear-based. Some could be... Some could really be Fuck, we, we do like the motherfucker. I don't want to fight him. Not thank you, people. <laughs> <laughs> I agree. I'm I'm that I'm enough likable to not yeah. be fucking you wanna whoop my ass. I'm just enough crazy where you go, ah, he'll still probably fight back. And I will. And if I hit you, that's the fight. I'm not I'm not standing in there doing fucking rounds, are you kidding? You know what I mean? Well, you just do like I feel like windmills. I crazy angry windmills. I don't necessarily windmill. I direct hit. I I pitched and thrown a baseball a long time, so a overran a over right a overhand right isn't very difficult for me to throw. I feel like you would also throw what something if you had something in your hand. I feel like you throw that first. Then a bunch. Oh, there was this one uh, incident at a comedy show. It was like four people there. And the dude was upset that I called his woman fat. And here's what the truth. Sometimes the truth can't help to get out. And when you're in my presence, a lot of times people tell me the truth. Tell me things that I'm like, I didn't need to know. But now that I do, thank you. Makes us closer. And the truth came out. It wasn't that I insulted his wife. It was that he couldn't insult his wife. That's what he's mad about. Yeah, if Which I'm I not... Know, this just gets better and better. You sure can't. But this just gets better and better. Because see, like I said, ego is a very fine line with me. My ego says I can insult your wife. My ego also says it worked. She laughed. She ain't even insulted. So what the fuck is your problem and my ego could say that with a straight face and to get to this story of where brett miller was like if i wasn't there you could have been there you would have been cleaning the fucking glass from his face as i had it in my hand so to get to your point you're absolutely fucking right in the wrong <laughs> sit in the right or wrong situation however you look at it you bigger than me i'm busting you with something and this is where i just go i'm more hurt for the lack of examples people have. My father, so he was like, how's he a great example? Because he was homeless, looking like shit, 
and he kept this look about him where he goes, look at my Chuck Taylor's boy, and he was cracked the fuck out. Still, in his mind, I'm cut up and I look good. Fuck yeah. And so I say, if that motherfucker can come from being homeless and cracked out to living on a fucking island of paradise, this life ain't ever over. This there life ain't ever over. Now, granted. I mean, until it is. Until it is. Until it is. It ain't know, over and, so Yeah. And I just, I just, it, it just hits home because I go, we get, and I don't, like I said, I don't know the situation. I never met him. But we get in these situations where we surround ourselves with people that that want to, in a sense, Keep you from elevating. And they the ones that's the crazy motherfuckers. You know? Because yeah. what, what is wrong with thinking big and thinking grand? Right? People act like it's a problem with that. Which is no, funny. Why don't, you, why, don't you, why don't you do something that's more manageable, that's 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 more accessible to you. That that makes more sense. What the fuck does that mean? What makes more sense? Means. Huh? I understand what it means, but I haven't broken it down yet. No, I said I understand what more manageable. Well, means. well I go. The makes more sense is to something that's tangible. The reason I say it doesn't make sense because there's nothing really tangible. My mother. As much as I've ill if I've talked to her, is she could be spiteful. She has her issues with her. She could be rigid, but it's one person. When you look at on the paper, you go loyal, dependable, consistent, um, reliable. All the aspects of where you go, shit. One of it is greatest person in my life. What sign and is certain, your mom? Huh. What's your mom? What sign is she? You keep asking that. It's Virgo. I don't remember me asking that. We ask every time we get on, maybe not on the podcast, but at least on the phone. But what I'm saying is, what I'm trying to say is, nothing as tangible as the relationships didn't work. The relationships with her brothers didn't work. You know what I mean? I'm just like, yeah, the tangible is the house and all this, but the tangible is like, that's what you shot for. That's what you want. No one, like, when we first moved back from California, even my ex-wife seen her place, she goes, why does your mom have five bedrooms? And she just goes, oh, this is literally for you to have. She got an office, not five bedrooms. She has three bedrooms, an office, living room, dining room. You, you, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And I, I'm just saying, that makes sense to her, but to others, it's like, it's just you. Now, granted, it worked out. She has a granddaughter, and now I'm out of the will, but you know what I mean? <laughs> that would, would bring me closer to my daughter. No, I'm just kidding. But <laughs> just like, you know, it doesn't. Really, none of it makes sense. 
you know. But we just, the one thing, we just do what we do. We, we cable love. The smiling, the grinning it, the bearing it, and, and, and it, it gets better. And I know people hate that statement. But I just saying the loss of a of a comedian that I don't know. If he's listening, I wish I know you. Because, you know, today has been made significant because of you. Just, and I don't want to look at it as just the circumstances that made it significant. I'm just saying, you know, when we look at death and, and something like suicide, I hope we look at it of another lesson that doesn't need to keep happening. Because I don't want that for anybody. And well, and maybe, maybe like it still can be a net positive where from this, someone who uh, heard about it can reach out for help or, you know what I mean? Like things, you never know, like this could set uh, a whole new set of, oh, we should really check in with our friends and, and tighten and strengthen and, so I'm not saying it's a, like, oh, this is a good thing. But like saying that you shouldn't have so that you could have met, that's never going to happen. So maybe take this and go, well, what good can come of this? And oh, check I always do that. And, you and, know, I can't stand the ones to be like, you know, if you're in a dire situation, don't let this, like, I really be that, I really am trying to be that vessel. And it's kind of cool talking to Mike. Where I, you know, like I said, I'm just spreading optimism on a situation where you go, it's, you we really are blessings. And some people think to be blessed is to receive blessings. They get caught up in it and not understanding, no, I, I am the blessing. I'm the blessing to others. Mm-hmm. What do you get being so helpful? To be helpful. Yeah. Not too many people be coming to someone's lives to provide a service. Yes, you don't have a car, but I do. Yeah. Yes, you're down on your luck. And I got $32, but you asked me for 22, or you asked for 20 to 50, which I know the 50 could help, but fuck it. My 32, I give you 22, because I am able to bless you. People, I mean, my life is a blessing that I understand that I'll, I'm, I'm blessed to where I can have someone else. And, you know, people like, you, you know, yes, my mom's a crutch, but my mom indirectly blesses others. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> the racetrack appreciates my mom. You know what I'm saying? My connect for all those years appreciates. And that, is that true too much? You know? <laughs> is that true? Is that too honest? But I'm just saying, like, you are blessed also was blessed to touch the lives that other people have that he's touched. And from this, yeah, I will continue reaching out to the strangers or the reaching out or making amends or whatever the case may be, you know, but prayers and thoughts for anyone that's suffering. And that's, that's just it right there. I, 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 you know, if you uh, enjoyed today's podcast, had an, enjoyed, you know, listening to Lily and I go back and forth, 
Uh, you can email marcus.griffin68 at yahoo.com or reach out to me on Marcus CD Griffin on Facebook or Marcus M. Griffin. Hit that Instagram. Um, if you really, didn't enjoy it, email. Tell us you, what you yeah. did like. Exactly. Shed some light on this subject. If you'd like to come on and Give possibly us a talk about winded, uh Yelp review uh, about how inarticulate we are. Any other words, Lily? Other than me saying your name right, Lily. <laughs> no. It's the two. The reason it's hard for me, it's the two. I feel like I'm saying two names for one. Like, I think if you had a hyphen in the Lily, I would say it just like that. Do you need me to put a hyphen in it? It's the pause for me. It's the lack of the pause of Lily. You don't have to pause. You can say Lily. It's the I for me. Here's the here's if the tonation. E L I. First vowel, first vowel go down. Second vowel go up. Lily. Now I'm sucking your pussy. I can't do it. And um, I'm just kidding. But I hope y'all enjoyed today's episode. You have any closing words, Lily? No. That was almost powerful the way you said it. <laughs> Almost. <laughs> I ain't got shit to say. <laughs> well, um, thank you. I hope many listen. Uh, condolences to Oso's family. I don't really like everybody. I don't. Really, I don't like speaking on someone I never met. So, but... <laughs> for someone who doesn't like to, you you have done it for <laughs> quite some time. I know, right? <laughs> That's one of those where you talk shit about someone, but you go, but he's a good guy. You know what yeah. I mean? But don't get me wrong. Don't get me wrong. He's like, I don't like to gossip, but exactly. <laughs> and you didn't hear this from me. You know, but um, condolences to his family, condolences to anyone suffering. Like I said, just one time, just reach out. Let us know. We, we kind of doing something positive, doing something right, doing something wrong. Much love to you, everybody, and Bye. may we all get to meet each other one day. Bye-bye. Take care. <laughs>